This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Live from the Accessible Media Studios, this is Kelly and Ramya. Entertainment, lifestyle, and great conversation. It's AMI's on-air community, and everyone's invited. Well, ladies and gentlemen, hanging out here in the uh, dark gray a sports coat with a matching hat, uh, I'm Kelly McDonald with... Ramia Amadhan, and I actually forgot what I'm wearing, but it is a b- 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 patterned... Black and white polka dotted top. Damn. Thanks, Irene. Right in my ear when I needed her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I forgot to mention I have the blue shirt on. So oh. you can see, folks, isn't second nature to, uh, no. to do this. But, you know, we know some people like, oh, what the heck are those two look like? I, I am know, a, a dark. And I you know what you're wearing. And, uh, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And, and you could wear it again. But trying to remember. When it comes to that moment of how do I actually efficiently describe it? Well, that's the thing. Like, I know through my wardrobe or as I'm uh, flicking through clothes in my closet what everything is. But when it comes down to actually describing it, uh, I was like, huh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I like to get a bit of feedback just to be sure because sometimes I'll set it all up. But what the heck color was this again? And, I mean, there was a time when I could see enough where I, I could at least commit to memory, okay, this is this coat by the feel mm-hmm. and by what I could see of it, and it would jog enough of my memory. Uh, that time was, like, went away when my hair did. So <laughs> that's, it's, it's one of those things that, no, no. Got a lot I want to talk to uh, you folks about. We want to share a few things. So let's tell you, first of all, what's coming up on today's edition of Kelly and Rumya. Are Canadians done with streaming services? Greg David, he's going to join us in a little while to discuss it a little more. We're talking to Leslie DePoe, our registered nurse for our health check-in, and she's discussing poison. This is fabulously interesting, dangerous, and exceptionally common world of poison. During our employment segment with Kevin Shaw, we're going to get into marketing your entrepreneur business. So please stick around. We'll get into that conversation in hour two right here on the program. Well, I want to talk a little bit about this very briefly, mainly, folks, just to keep you apprised of something that we've been watching a lot more now than probably most of us ever did. The Bank of Canada is holding its key interest rate steady for the first time in a year, while reiterating it is taking a wait-and-see approach with monetary policy. The central bank says it decided to hold its key rate at 4.5% based on its assessment of recent economic data, but it's keeping the door open to further rate hikes if the economy or inflation run hotter than expected. Recent data showed inflation slowed to 5.9% in January, while the economy posted no growth in the fourth quarter. The Bank of Canada says it still expects the annual inflation rate to fall to around 3% by mid-year. Lisa Laporte, the Canadian Press. There's a lot of hope when it comes to the real estate market with this, Ramya, and we'll, we'll again take that wait and see approach because that has been a huge concern. Vancouver, Toronto, even our little town of London here, um, as to where things are now versus where they were two years ago. I think back to last year when um, Bank of Canada was actually commenting on the their approach to long term right they understand what's going on they can't necessarily determine how long it's going to take for the hike 
to die down and for them to even decrease the interest rates. But they said they'll it'll take as long as it takes. And um, it's kind of valuable to know that. Well, and we'll see what comes out of today's discussions uh, with the government pertaining food as they meet with the heads of the biggest, uh, you know, grocery chains in, in, in Canada. Mm. I also want to mention this, folks. Demonstrations, rallies and events around the globe are marking International Women's Day. It's a day established to celebrate and demand equality for half the planet's population. But it's a long road ahead for countries such as Afghanistan, which has become the most repressive for women and girls since the Taliban takeover in 2021. 18-year-old Shahida was in the 10th grade when the Taliban took over. Now she works in a yarn factory. Uh, Women don't have any rights in Afghanistan. Schools are closed, educational centers are closed, and all other options for women are closed. We just demand from the government to reopen schools and educational centers for us and give us our rights. On Monday, United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres noted that on the current track, gender equality won't be achieved for another 300 years. I'm Donna Water. What a scary number to hear. Mm. Unbelievable to hear that number um, when we here often, equality, Ramya, and on a day like today, all of us just recognize the wonderful contributions that, that ladies do, as we should do for everyone every day, and shouldn't need a special day because equality is the word, and you know that we know how important everyone's contribution is. Absolutely. Uh, I think when we talk about feminism, a day like this can represent so much to so mm. many of us, you know, women you and everybody, the world. So uh, really, it's to understand progress. It's to understand how much more work we have ahead of us uh, and just spend the day kind of appreciating, I guess, where we are, but also appreciating the breadth of how large it is, you know, to, to create equality, to create equity, to understand women as um, beautiful, wonderful people and with so much to contribute in the world. And I love that we do get that chance. And I'm sure many of these events around the world will recognize how far we've come. Don't want to hear 300 years still to go. Want to no. speed that up by maybe 300 years if it was possible. But you know what? Recognizing and thanking and appreciating, I think, is the order of the day. We hope that you'll uh, stick around with us. We've got a lot of program ahead today and a lot of great conversations. This guy coming up from uh, Vancouver, he's got stuff for us. Grant Hardy joins us. He's our reporter out there. He's going to talk a little lifestyle, technology, and accessibility. We'll join him, or he'll join us, whichever way you like it, in two minutes right here on Kelly and Rumya. Don't miss a minute. Kelly and Rumya will be right back. I'm in the uh, London, Ontario home studio behind me. Some columns up there in the skyline of Toronto setting behind me. Thank you for being with myself and Ramya Amuthan as we walk our way through the Wednesday edition of the program on Twitter. She's available at All Rams. I'm available at AMI Kelly Mac. Appreciate the follow. And uh, you know what? It's always fun. And, and Ram, I've really loved this element. And, and I'm going to pump his ego a little bit here, but it's not his fault where he lives. Um, Grant Hardy out in Vancouver. I love that we get this time shift 
you know, with our show being in the afternoon, it's so wonderful to be able to bring him on, wake him up early in the morning, make him work and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. so early. But more so, we always talked on this show, uh, we got to make sure we're not just regional, but we cover off different parts of Canada. In it, and it's really nice always to have the West so represented. So let's bring him on and see what he does have to talk about today on the show. Producer Grant Hardy as he joins us and uh, see what items he's flipping through today. Hey, I'm Grant Hardy, and welcome to the Headlines segment. I tackle everything from health and lifestyle to accessibility and tech. I have it all right here on Kelly and Ramia. We were chuckling yesterday with mixing up names, or or, uh, when I say names, Grant, I mean titles. And we'll go from producer or reporter when it comes to you, even though we know you're a reporter. I will take whatever... I can get. I actually had, uh, I was setting up a segment with someone once and uh, I hope they're not listening to this and they called me a bureau chief. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not my title, but it's pretty cool. Oh, take I it. love yeah, and it. If you, and if you say it enough, maybe the salary will come with it. Um, oh, yeah. It's funny because mm. I, I think of reporter having to produce segments. So I kind of like... Reporter carries it a bit further from when you were on ATW, all the things you guys had to do to put pieces together, you know, capture and guess and organize it and see your vision of of the of the segment. So I kind of think it encapsulates it very well. Oh, cool. Well, thank you. I'm working Um, for you. I'm working for you. I can't say I can get you any more money, (laughs) but I'm working. Uh, Where are we starting? So I I actually have kind of a, a more serious topic today and one that is pretty close to home at least uh geographically you guys might remember that over a decade ago we had a teenage girl from british columbia uh fairly close to vancouver who became the face of extortion in canada uh when she had uh intimate images of her shared online by an online tormentor and ended up uh, committing, I guess I should maybe just put in a quick content warning here mm. um, for just talk, uh, talk a little more hard hitting talk. Uh, so ended up taking her own life uh, after experiencing a lot of uh, bullying online. And it turned out that that was not an anomaly because after that girl, whose name was Amanda Todd, we had uh, and still have quite a lot of other very young victims who uh, experience a similar fate. So it turns out that in British Columbia, uh, the government is stepping up protection uh, for these youth and Attorney Nikki Sharma is presenting a bill in the legislator, legislature that would create new legal rights and remedies to stop the distribution of intimate images and allow the injured person to seek compensation for their harm. As she told a news conference that the legislation actually covers intimate images, nearly nude photos, videos, live streams, and also those digitally altered videos, including mm-hmm. videos known as deep fakes, where you basically splice, you know, someone's head or whatever on top of another person's body, what whatever it is. Uh, it would require an offender to delete or destroy the images 
or order social media platforms to remove them and scrub the images from search engines. Uh, the image, Intimate Images Protection Act sends a clear message circulating or threatening uh, to distribute intimate images is sexualized violence and it can have devastating impact, she said. Uh, this is actually also, if passed, going to be somewhat retroactive from, I believe, the day that it was announced. Uh, it will be retroactive. And Amanda Todd, the teen I was talking about, uh, her mother is saying that her daughter would be very proud of the efforts. And she is glad to see that British Columbia is stepping up in some uh, small way to help get justice for these victims. Uh, they're also working on expanding a portal to provide information on people's rights, provide access to immediate self-help tools, and to connect victims with mental health supports. So mm -hmm. at, least, um, at least we seem to be moving in the right direction. And uh, in, in a way, this uh, individual and the other victims are changing the world by at least convincing governments that we do need this kind of legislation. Right. Mm, years ago, these things just fell on, well, you got to toughen up. You got to ignore those l people doing those things are, are bad people, so don't give them any credence. People didn't address the mental health stress, the upset, Ramya, that, that people went through. And I'm, I'm sure with the digital age and schooling, um, you maybe even know your own stories or have people in your circle that can attest to this. This particular example with Amanda Todd, and I remember it so vividly as the story progressed, is, um, you know, something to take so seriously. Because aside from this, I feel like we almost joke about this kind of thing when we think about celebrities and sex tapes and, uh, you know, influencers having to go through different things. Um Historically, it's taken so lightly, but we don't actually think about the repercussions, the fact that it never ends, the fact that, you know, people have to live with this kind of thing forever. So uh, specifically the the legislation that says, you know, scrubbing of, deleting of, no more, you can't find it, uh, is I think super important um, and very significant in, for the person who's trying to move on from whatever has happened. Yeah, I personally, I, I find there are a few things that I've taken away from this. One, it's so interesting because, uh, I mean, even though Amanda's Amanda Todd's case was like clearly a case of child abuse imagery, mm. um, the laws haven't really kept up with these things like deep fakes and, and stuff like that. Number two, what you mentioned about scrubbing things, like it is so hard because things are cached like in a yep. million different places and it's just incredibly hard to kind of move on uh, and get it like taken down is one thing, but having it scrubbed from like Google's cache or whatever is another thing. Mm. The third thing is I remember you know, we've all heard this phrase victim blaming, but I remember uh, reading about this story and being like shocked at the number of comments that yes. I saw that were yeah. like, well, I mean, you know, you just shouldn't do that. Then you shouldn't yeah. create you want that. Stay safe. Of don't do it. And, right? it's, and, and it's like and, she was 12, right? Like, yeah. you know, come on. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. our society, uh, it really gets into we need to find why, we need to place blame. We as a society, 
try to solve things instantly, well, you just shouldn't take them. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. You put yourself, if you don't want to, and, and yes, in a lot of cases, that's true. But there are exceptions and are circumstances where people have been led into things. And even if someone, whatever, why would you want to do that to somebody? And honestly, the bottom line is... Even just putting someone's head on somebody else just as a joke, why do we laugh at that? Sorry, go ahead, Ron. Right. And I I mean, I don't know how else to put this, but really it's that if it hasn't happened to us... The relatability is is probably difficult, right? And so, you know, the the victim blaming and just the way that people react and and we react as a society to these kinds of crimes and situations can be very atrocious. Um, mm-hmm. But the problem is that people don't have futures. Like it's so seldom that we we can look at someone who went through something similar to Amanda Todd and say, okay, but they're good now. You know, their mental health mm-hmm. is okay now. It's so difficult to get back Or with there. celebrities, we just, oh, well, they've got yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're known feel for better. now. They, right. we, we find a way of whatever and laughing it off because we, we don't have to be next to their feelings and find out how they felt yeah. as a person or close to the story as to what went on. And, and, and again, it isn't our business. And, and that's where I think people need to draw. It isn't your business. Why would you want to do something like that? Why would you want to laugh and, and cheer, whatever, because you perceive them as, well, they've got all the other benefits of life, so they've made a mistake. They're, I guess they're human. Yeah, and of course, I, I think an, another thing is, you know, again, put like even putting aside this clear case of like extortion, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in a consensual, perhaps like mm-hmm. adult relationship, not saying that I would share anything intimate, but I mean, you should actually, in theory, you should be able to have control over how your images are used if you do decide to let a small subset of intimate partners Mm. view them. It doesn't mean you want to, you know, share that with the world. Be blasted on the internet and be victim for it. Yeah. 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 So true. Thanks for bringing this to uh, our attention. Cool. Grant. It is something to think about, especially when we see it happening. We've all known people through life, and this is not new. It's just new ways of torturing and upsetting and demoralizing people or, you know, us having our own uh, situations where, uh-oh, that is something I shouldn't have done. And remembering that sometimes some of us, it's just not something they can just shake off. And, ah, stupid people, who cares? It's not easy. And nor should anyone have to. Definitely tough for people who grew up in that digital age. I think, Ramya, you and I were kind of on like the cusp the of cusp, it, the start yeah. of it. But like you look at kids now and they're everything from like the moment they were born until the mm. moment, you know, they turn 18, sometimes without their consent. I always wonder about uh, you know, how thrilled would I be if my parents posted all these, you know. Well, pictures, pictures right? Just the yeah. baby but, pictures. Like, yeah. Your 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 whole life life is like documented mm-hmm. online, which is incredibly yeah. scary. You have to think, you know, what happens. I mean, even for someone like us or someone who, uh, you know, whatever, someone digs up like something they did when they were twelve years old. Oh my gosh, you threw, you know, this this whatever this tantrum i don't know i don't want to give it an example and you know bring it all back to light like there it's almost like we have a right at some point to privacy and for of course to be able to just move on from really petty stuff that we've done
Absolutely. Our histories. Yep. Our histories, and I, I think also it's so much of, okay, you know, why why are we bringing that up? Okay, it's funny. All right, and there are those people maybe you can share, you know, and when I'm saying that, I'm thinking like baby pictures, stuff like that. I'm not thinking some sure, of the other things of course. We, we've discussed. I'm thinking of those things that your parents or people in your family may find the cutest moments and think it's the greatest, but as you're 25 years old or 30 or, you know, I, I don't I don't need my coworker seeing that or I don't want that. And sure, it may be funny in there, but we do have to use that, our sensitivities and, and sensibility, you know, common sense about it, um, I think, because we put people in some pretty... Weird, not only the people, you know, the person it's happening to, but those who have to look at it too and say, yeah, yeah, you know what? I don't know if I wanted to see Grant, you know, on that carpet laying there making funny noises and drooling. Like, I don't, I know, no, I don't, I don't need to see that. Uh, Grant, wonderful stuff as usual. Uh, we are, of course, as we like to say, out of time. That's the kind way. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Well, we'll keep an eye on this, uh, metaphorical eye on this, and see uh, what happens with this bill. Thank you. Yeah, well, thanks for bringing us to us because I've seen other things, um, you know, even down to being able to go online and have things that are posted about you removed and stuff like that, that they're trying and Meta and them have signed on to, to be a part of that. Um, so, uh, but I think, Ramya, you and Grant said it, you're on, you were on the cusp of that age of where all this stuff is so there. Your classmates in moments can find out something that somebody has on you and sent out and it, oh, it's scary. It's not even stuff wow. you put up at this point. It's just anywhere and everywhere. Your, your online identity is packed. You betcha. Grant Hardy joins us on Wednesdays and Fridays to flip through headlines. We do this uh, at the beginning of the show, so hopefully uh, you'll join us when he returns on Friday. Up next, are Canadians done with streaming services? <gasps> Greg David, he's here in a couple of moments to discuss more, so you too join us right back after the break. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. The Neutral Zone is joined by the host of the Whiskey and Cream podcast, Ari Shapiro, who's going to be giving them a preview on the Toronto Blue Jays and the upcoming MLB season. Find out what grade Ari gives the Blue Jays management, especially with what they've put together over the past four months as we head into the season. That's the Neutral Zone, Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern on AMI-audio. But, of course, you can catch up by checking it out via the video podcast or using your favorite podcast platform. That's the Neutral Zone, available to you. Kelly McDonald settling back here from the London, Ontario home studio and at main campus in Toronto, Ramya Muthan. Okay, well, it's time for us to talk TV. We do this every other week on Wednesdays with our communication specialist here at AMI, Greg David. I'm Greg David, and I love TV. Join me on Kelly and Ramya, where we talk about the biggest hits, misses, and trends in television and entertainment. Well, if we're talking trends, then I guess the trend is that we have too many subscriptions. So, Greg, you've been on with us before to talk about various streaming services that are available to Canadians, and this time you're here to discuss the fact that you may be done with some of them. Uh, wow, we're definitely getting to price points today. <laughs> so, before we get into the uh, source of your frustration, though, can we talk about a reminder, maybe, of what a streaming service or over-the-top service is, because we can tend to forget that people may not have an idea of that. 
Yeah, they've been good. They've become kind of ubiquitous, right? Mm -hmm. People use terms like OTT and you think, well, what does that actually mean? So OTT means over the top. And that's an over-the-top media service, and it's a streaming service uh, that offers directly to consumers via the internet. And so it's not a, it's not cable broadcast or satellite television. It's 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 a set aside from all those and uses just the internet as the as the you know kind of the pipe into your house or 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 you know your phone or laptop. Uh, those uh, platforms, cable broadcast and satellite, they're the companies that traditionally act as a controller or distributor of the content. Content. And so when we talk about OTT streaming services, we're talking about Netflix, CBC Gem, Amazon Prime Video, Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, uh, Paramount Plus, BritBox, Acorn TV, Crave. Those are all over the top services that we as Canadians have access to and can spend a lot in increasing amounts of our paychecks on. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that sounds relatable. But Greg, also, in my opinion, this discussion... Um, one of the things that I'm sure inspired you to get into this with us is Netflix move uh, a few weeks ago when they made headlines yeah. announcing that logins couldn't be shared outside of the household. Do you think, first of all, streaming service have rights to make changes to their services like Netflix did or charge more for their service? Yeah, I mean, you know, you you look at your your cable bill every month, you know, and and every six months to a year, there might be something creeping up. Your property taxes Mm -hmm. tend to increase every couple of years. Uh, Certainly, I've seen, even though it's pretty cheap for electricity here in Quebec, I'm still seeing that starting to creep up. So, yeah, services get more expensive as as time goes on. So, yeah, Netflix does have a right to do that. I I understand people being upset. But I'm the kind of guy, and maybe I'm dumb, I like to play by the rules. And so, therefore, I have an account with Netflix or Paramount Plus or Disney, and I don't share that login information because I think I'm paying for it. So if you want that service, you should be paying for it as well. Mm. As much as I love my family, I'm not about to start sharing passwords and stuff with them. Well, and unfortunately in our society... There are so many different ways that people now are cheating systems. And I, I, yep. again, I don't want to suggest that we do it more than someone did in 1978. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that because there's always yep. ways around things. But what did we worry about in 1978, 1990? Well, what if they get to where they can't offer the service and take it away? So I think, Greg, you kind of play in that field because this, to me, wasn't a surprise. Sooner or later, with the costs and everything going on and the demands being made by it to Netflix by the government saying, hey, we want you to create more content. We want you to do stuff with, hey, pay for producing stuff and shooting mm-hmm. right here in our country. We'll give you a bit of a break. Well, the breaks are nice, but somebody's got to pay for the overall ticket and the bill, and that's us, the customer. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you go to a Blue Jays game, you just pay for that ticket, right? You go up and you pay for the food and you don't dicker over those prices. Those are the prices. And so you pay Mm. for them. And like you said, there are certainly ways around these different services. But again, I play by the rules and, and, you know, maybe stupidly um, through, uh, through my wallet as well. And I'm not going to comment on this part at all. Just, uh, <laughs> just going to leave, uh, you know, it up to interpretation on what I do. But I will say, though, you know, prices. When you're talking about um, getting frustrated over the prices, or will or won't people actually break the rules and do this up until yeah. they put their foot down, like Netflix did? Many mm-hmm. Canadians, especially if you're from the disability community, and you know the employment situation and low income situations there, yep. or just in general, you're on fixed income, can't afford the services. So. So what at what point does it become too expensive for Canadians to say, yeah, yeah, I'll just pay for all the services I want? 
I mean, I think I'm at that point right now. I think we're at that point right now. I mean, I've made no, you know, bones about talking to you, to both of you over the years that I have all of the services. Mm -hmm. And I'm now at that point now where I'm questioning what's worth it and what isn't because, you know, I look at those monthly bills and I think I could be paying for a tank of gas. That's a bag of groceries. Uh, you know, you need to think about those things now as, uh, as, as those prices start to creep up, uh, you know, you, you need to decide, okay, what's worth it and what isn't anymore. And I'm definitely at that point and we're going to get into those prices now aren't we yeah oh we are well i mean i think greg I, the old saying used to be hey if you can't afford this you shouldn't have it i mean i remember hearing that about rent uh, uh, about insurance you know people would yep. say oh, i can't afford assurance insurance yeah but how come you have all these different things these electronics in your home then you can't afford to lose them if something happened um a little personal but what services do you subscribe to and what's the grand total per month <laughs> Okay, so uh, Netflix, for Netflix, I'm paying $19 a month. Uh, for Apple TV Plus, I'm paying $8.99 a month. For BritBox, which is a British streaming service, um, there's a bunch of British shows that I like to watch that are on there. That's $12 a month. Paramount Plus is $11.49 a month. Acorn TV, another British streaming service, is $8 a month. I also pay for PBS Masterpiece because they have a lot of murder mysteries from around the world that I don't have access to through basic cable. Uh, that's $10 a month. Amazon Prime Video is $9.99 a month. Crave is $9.99 a month. Disney Plus is $11.99 a month. And so when I'm you sit running down, out of fingers. I yeah, know when yeah. I, I believe me, I, when I was going through this, I was actually <laughs> shocked at how many services I pay into. So before taxes, that is over a hundred dollars a month that I'm paying for streaming <laughs> services, streaming services. I still have basic cable and they'll have to pry basic cable from my cold dead hands. I'm never going to give that up. That's under a hundred dollars a month for that. So just on cable, I'm, you know, all these streaming services alone over a hundred dollars a month. So I'm at that breaking point now. Wait, and this is just TV. Do you have any other subscriptions like music or uh, books yeah, or anything yeah. like that? Uh, so I don't have any okay. book services. Um, for Apple, I'm part of the the Apple plan where I'm getting Apple Music yeah. uh, as part of the uh, of that bundle. Uh, so yeah. uh, Apple TV Plus is eight ninety nine as part of that bundle. This is wild. Like it's wild to me. I I have Netflix and Disney Plus, and I can't even get through enough of what's offered there. I'm just wondering how much TV you really watch, and if you actually get any sleep. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. We can defer that to a different. Oh no, conversation. it's an interesting topic because then you stop and say, how many things do I actually watch on each one? Yeah, and, that, and, and that's, that's when you thing. really well, get upset. Yeah, it it all goes it all goes back to fear of missing out, and I'm one of those people where when the when the critics say, you know, this show you should be watching mm. i'm the schlub that goes and wants to watch it right because i like to talk about tv and that's a big part of of my yeah. life is discussing television and so i have such a fear of missing out that i'm i'm that's a big reason why i'm paying for all of these services to be quite honest with you but honestly you can probably go you know let's say one month right one uh subscript subscribed month without touching some of these services which means for you're sure. just paying yeah. into them that's wild yeah Okay, so is there a service, Greg, that you feel brings added value for the money? Yeah, uh, so CBC Gem, which is one that I didn't mention, mm -hmm. but I do pay. I do pay to not have ads on that, but it is available for free. But there are <laughs> there are ads. <laughs> 
Um, but what I love about CBC Gem <laughs> is that not only do you get great Canadian series from the CBC of today, but also yesteryear. And again, I'm a huge CanCon fan. Um, I'm always going to trumpet the importance of CBC in in its storytelling and telling the story of Canadians. So uh, so CBC Gem, not only do you get the CanCon, but also they have great TV series and movies from around the world, too. Like, you know, the four seasons of Luther that are uh, that are on there with Idris Elba. There are international Thanks. movies that are available on cbc gem there's so much good stuff that that cbc cbc gem offers through there that isn't just canadian so i think that that's best value for, best value for money in my opinion yeah and i think you can do the same with the ctv app too i am um, if my recollection yeah. you don't have to pay for it and besides that greg you've got umpteen episodes of the beachcombers to go through are you planning on canceling any of these at all yeah, I am. And I think the first two that I'm considering dropping are Acorn TV and Crave. And the big reasons for those is that, um, like Ramya kind of alluded to, there's just programming on there that I can live without that isn't isn't really important. And the other big one is because I just got the email from Paramount Plus saying that they had taken the money out of their, out of my account for that <laughs> one. I think that one is a strong contender as well because, again, that's $12 a month plus taxes. Um, and I was looking at the, the playlist and thinking, well, I don't really – there isn't anything coming up that I absolutely need to watch. Um, but I'm actually going to take a page from Ramya's book. I know that you do this, Ramya, yes. and I think it's really smart, is to cancel services and then come back later. Because we often when you do that, they'll entice you with an – they'll send you an email and say, hey, listen, if you come back for a month, we'll take 20% off the price right. or whatever it is. Right? So that is so smart. So why not cancel some of those services that you don't need absolutely and then come back to them later? And then you're binge-watching all of those shows that you – I was just you know, going to say back, – Mm -hmm. You've got a whole pile of stuff that you can watch all at once. Well, I was going to say, take the step from Ramya even further, where you might say, hey, they've offered me for a year 20% less. Ramya just says, no, I'll just watch all that in one month for free. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Listen, yeah. and it's, it's honestly coming from a place where it's not just TV that we're paying for. You know, there's uh, books, as I asked you earlier, mm -hmm. uh, Greg, you're paying for Audible subscriptions. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're paying for Spotify or something like that. So yep. really, you know, you could be paying up to $200 in just subscriptions. Why not take a break some months when you know you're not going to be watching TV or uh, season eight of Game of Thrones just isn't out yet for you to binge all through and then pay for a Crave when you need to? So I think you're what's genius. What, what's yep. the logic there? Well, again, Greg, I want to hear what you're going to say there, but my my one my query is, what compared to somebody's budget who goes out? I mean, a lot of time to do this, you're not going to be going to the movie theater every week then for Cheap Tuesday or whatever it might be. So, is it? Do you guys feel? And Greg, I'll start because you were going to say something else, and I cut you off. Is it? Does this paying this amount of money? Does it ever equal out? Well, yeah, I mean, I haven't been in the movie theaters since before the pandemic, but mm -hmm. I mean, you you know, once you figure out ticket prices, because I would go to the VIP at the shops of Don Mills, where AMI headquarters is, and you know, you pay for those a couple of nice comfy seats, you pay for them to bring you your food in your seat, you're over $100 very quickly, just on one, one movie night. alone, Oh gosh. you know, for, for one night. So I mean, but and you look at it and say, okay, well, look at all these streaming services that I'm getting for under the cost of a movie. Yeah, but you know, at this point, you're being nickel and 
dime to death. And I was just going to mention before, Kelly, um, you know, you add in like, I know we're not talking about food services, but, you know, good food, um, you know, which I just ordered up my next box of good food, which is, you know, $80 for three meals as well, right? Like when I was growing up or when I was a younger adult, these weren't prices that you had to worry about. I just had to worry about cable, you know, mm-hmm. heat and hydro and water. But now there's all these other things now that I'm paying for that I never counted on. I don't, being an adult sometimes sucks. It is. It's ridiculous. It's overrated. Adulting yeah. is such hard work. I, when you have to it choose really between groceries and your favorite streaming services, <laughs> yeah. gosh, talk about a challenge. Greg, this is awesome. Thank you so much. And thanks for sharing you know, your own situation on this. Thanks so much for having me. Greg David is our communication specialist here at AMI, and he comes on every other Wednesday to talk TV with us. Talking a little bit of streaming services today. Mm, I wish we had got into and had the time to talk a little bit about the concept of how soon we think Rogers, Bell, whoever it might be, starts including five or six streaming Please, services. Please make it a bundle. Able service. Yeah, it's it's got to happen. Yeah, it's got to. And Netflix and them have got to embrace that someday, especially with the stunts they're you know they're doing. Apple which are is so close, so close. Yeah. Like we already have Apple I, I TV. Think so. I think we're yeah. very close. I think so. It's interesting. I would have liked to have gotten Greg's perspective on that. Up next, uh, speaking of perspective, let's see what Bill Shackleton has for us. Wednesday through Friday, we visit with him. We call it The Buzz. He'll be here in a moment. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. So, you know, if you did have a cable company that said to you, look, uh, you know what, we are offering packages, we want to get you back as a customer or move you over from that one to us, we're offering, what would be that magic number of streaming services, Ramya, for you, you would say? In one bundle? I'd be willing. If you could pick that bundle too, of course. Oh, that's awesome. I like three. Three? Three, yeah. Uh, two off is the top too of your head, do you know little. what you'd want? Probably Netflix. Disney Plus, and I don't think they'd ever add Crave to this because Crave is just too big for some reason. Uh, but yeah, Crave. You know, HBO Plus, Crave, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because they're so they're so successful, that one. So maybe, I, I mean, a lot of time now you get it as part of, and they're offering lots of, hey, you sign up with this, you get Crave for, uh, also. I think that you do that yeah. if you buy a, an Apple product or something like that for a few months to get you addicted to it. I, I think to do it, it's got to be a committing, not this whole, well, we're going to get you signed up for half of this and to get yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just one month free spectacular. and spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want people to sign on, stay. Exactly. And say, hey, we want it one year. We want this is you can pick and stick with it. And then if people do your binging and or whatever and want to swap something out, maybe have a, a, a swap two or something like that. I think I'm loving this that, idea. I yeah, I, I think they, I, I'm sure we're going to see it and it'd be interesting. So Shaq, uh, Bill Shackleton joining us, we call the segment The Buzz, and he comes in and tells us a little bit about this, a little bit about that, some items that he brings to the table and we learn about. Never know where he's going to go, but right now I'd like to know, what would it take for you, Billy? Are you a streaming service person if you were putting together a cable package? Could you think of something that you hear about or maybe have existingly a streaming service that you might say, yeah, I'd go for this? Or are you more to your other services, not even interested in TV? Very little. I mean, I I have Bell 5 and I have TSN. Of course, I have the sports package and I have um, Turner Classics and I have um, one of the other movie packages. So 
uh, I think it's called silver screen. So, but that's right. Yep. I'm I'm not interested in anything more than that. And a lot of no. my streaming I do on YouTube anyway. Because uh, I like the old right. movies. Oh, but yeah. that's another thing we didn't even talk about YouTube premium. No, that's that's right. Oh. Another oh, whatever oh, it is, ten bucks out you, of your pocket. Uh, do you have the stream the uh, YouTube premium, Bill? No, uh, right? I do. You just grab. I do. Do you? Mm, I do. He's a serious YouTuber. You can lock your screen, eh, Bill? And the, yeah, the videos will yeah. continue. The reason why I got YouTube Premium is because I listen to a lot of BBC stuff, and a lot of the videos are thunderstorms, and there's there's a lot of like these ASMR videos that I don't like to be interrupted. I like listening to fireplaces and things like this. Right, right, right. And you know, I don't, I don't. So that's why I pay the, the YouTube Premium. You don't want one of those McDonald's commercials jumping in no, the middle of it as you're sitting there listening to a thunderstorm? You imagine? Yeah, that's no. that. So yeah. annoying. A yeah. This is the best way and, uh, to work out. Like what? Yeah, yeah. everyone's vibes. Thunderstorm. Wow. Uh, Billy, where do you want to start? You've got items for us. A few things to talk about today. In junk fee fight. U.S. details airline family seating rules. So basically what's happening in the U.S. now, uh, President Biden has promised to eliminate junk food fees, including um, making airlines, uh, you know, don't charging, charging less for families that want to sit together. So basically, I guess airlines, um, as well as the potato chips and that sort of thing, they want, he wants that to be eliminated. But airlines that charge for families to sit together with young children. He wants them that to be eliminated. Love the idea. People get charged to sit with their family. Apparently Mm -hmm. they do. If they want to sit with to sit together. I didn't know that. I mean, on the, the, Flight. Oh, I I don't know if that's from the beginning. Like, let's say you're going somewhere in February, February next year, and you book it now. I'm not sure that's a thing to just so you can be together if you need. No, I think it would be probably what you get charged extra on the day of, like you walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you didn't select your seating. Right. And you've got people scattered all around who did. Yeah. Okay. Well, Um, I kind of like. Um, if you have a young child that's 12 or 11 or whatever, and they get separated because families often do. Of you know, when you board a plane and you get you get into a crowd and you get crushed and all of a sudden it's like, where's mommy? Where's daddy? Where, where I'm, I'm in a sitting beside a stranger I don't even know. Well, and I think for the stranger too, Bill, like, you know, you're sitting beside some child, you almost feel like, well, I got to, you know, keep an eye on on this child. And the, the father or mother might be across the aisle, but there's yeah. that tendency that, hey, you know, this feels really weird. Yeah. And then um, clarify I, I, the other one. So uh, being charged on flight for snacks, he wants yeah. to eliminate. Good, good. I'm on board with that one. Yeah. I mean, you you know, I mean, yeah, you want to buy, um, I can understand, of course, alcohol and that sort of thing, but boy, oh, boy. a sandwich, obviously, yeah, you pay for. That's but right. chips and pretzels. Like You used to be able to yeah. get yeah, snacks. You, yes, you, yes yeah. you did. You know, yes, your you cookies, did. your crackers, there was actually yeah. a, a choice, like three yeah. things, and you could choose what you wanted, and sometimes they it were nice and give me two. came with your water. Right. You know, it like came, your, your juice. Your, the, yeah, the bag the size of your finger. Had pretzel crumbs yeah. in it, and you could have them, right? Okay, but now, come on, like those were the good days because now, now you, you have to for pay for the yeah. crumbs that you're getting. Come I'll on. take the change in your pocket for your crumbs, oh, sir. Oh, jeez. And I'll and take the, the bag back so we can recycle it. 
and the peanuts are stale and the pretzels will break your teeth. <laughs> I mean, it just That's goes right. on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> but I do um, like the variety that. Hershey pack thing, though, on yeah, Air Canada right. flights. Oh, those are good. I, I like it, though, that, that the fact that they are limiting. I mean, the airlines, you know, I guess they're trying to recoup from the, from COVID and whatnot, but they yep. are just... Yeah, but don't take it out on us, please. Come on. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, And I think some of these policies have just been ridiculous. It's sort of back when we heard about charging extra for, you know, seat size and stuff like that. Positioning for more leg room. And, you know, it's one thing you want to do, uh, you know, first class, second class, which even sounds ridiculous to say. And, and, you know, but or whatever they call it now. Business Business Mm -hmm. versus, yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't. They say that other ridiculous stuff, but it's it's just even that that at least makes sense if you're gonna offer something different somewhere on the plane. I still ask the question, why? Mm-hmm. Just make it pleasant for everybody and put everything out there so that each person has a choice if they're going to use it and accordingly charge. Uh, Bill, your next piece. Next one. Here we go with AI tools for marketing design. Brands adopt AI tools despite. Risk. So basically another associated press article. So, you know, if you haven't tried uh, some of these AI tools for writing essays or writing poetry, the chances are that companies that you're dealing with are already using them. Or if they aren't, they will be. Um, let me give you a couple examples. Mattel is using an AI tool to design Hot Wheel cars. Um Another example is, is Instacart is if going to be, or if they aren't already, using a robot to answer your questions. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, it's like... Wow, okay. But these things come with a risk. I mean, what the article basically pointed out is that if you, like, just say a company is... is um, designing a marketing, you know, using it for a marketing product. What happens? It it, it gives wrong information. Mm. Um, it's it's and then you you know what do you do then? I um, mean, you definitely well, need humans to quality yeah, check everything. Yeah, you, well, that, that's what they the, the basically the article says. Yeah, you can use these tools, but you also need to um, go over them. What the results? Um, the human has to look at, look at that and say, "Gee, is this really right?" right. Which means you right. need well, more detailed, oriented people. Yeah, that's right. More and more, like the more we rely on AI and uh, these kind of like Chat GPT equivalents, yeah. the more we need people to be able to read and and understand and um, you know bring out mistakes and errors and just identify these things because it's without it like imagine just skimming over something and missing an yeah. important piece of detail right like that's unacceptable yeah, that's right. it's it's a testing process where people who speak differently people who may be quiet or shy or, you you want to be sure that this thing can interpret the question if you're you're that hey answer yeah. the question and be able to go into the repository of information get the right answer the way when you talk to your smart speaker sometimes you get a Say it differently to uh-huh. get a certain answer or whatever, but you're talking a vast amount of information that it skips through to find uh, some kind of article or, or or something from Wikipedia. But you want something that is is ability to do that with your resources. So if you're asking about groceries or a particular item, the brand or or, mm. or amount of calories or whatever it might be, that it can just retrieve that no matter how the person asks. A question and I think that's the tough part and have the mechanism for I'm not getting this through I don't know can I get to a person I know a lot of time they're gonna have a 
percentage of satisfied customers using that product and 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 it works for 87 percent but what about that other 13 percent that are being left they shouldn't be not in our society mm. you, you're already getting the advantage of hiring less people so you're saving money but shouldn't there be someone there all the time so if you get so frustrated hit zero i need to speak to someone this thing doesn't understand me those are the things that i i find that we go all or none there isn't that person there most of the time to give that extra support. You got to go to a website, and and a lot of time people who are needing that extra support, they're not. They don't want to get on the computer. That's right, <laughs> or they are not able to for yeah. one reason or another. I will say though, my experience, Billy. I don't know if you have any specific examples, but my experience when I call Apple, uh, it's a it's an AI or whatever you know automated mm -hmm. system pointing us through to majority of the call you're interacting with this apple robot dude. and a lot are yes but they do it well actually um yeah, i find that yeah. the assistance is very accurate they point you in the right directions and he doesn't he <laughs> it doesn't waste yeah. your time if it doesn't know something <laughs> or it doesn't understand you know your what you're trying to convey it will direct you to a human being but it's useful it's done well and it's efficient i don't think that all tools can be uh, said the same about though. I wonder like when Amazon or if they are using this. So if you, if you shop for something, um, is it going to be put in your cart? Is it in stock? Mm. Maybe not. Maybe it is. Maybe that they say it is, but it's not. Missing information. Right. Missing and will information. the AI reach out to you when that's not in stock? If they go looking, it's not, we don't have anymore, or it sells out between the time that you filed it in, finished your grocery list, and moved on, and, and all of a sudden it's yeah. not there. Do you get that AI callback saying, sorry, Bill, we don't have. What else would you like to replace? Well, don't make it sound there. so robot -y, remember? The voice okay. has got better. All right, Bill, how are you? Bill, I know you're a Bills fan. Uh, what other goodies do you want while watching your game? That sounds way better. Thanks. Well, the other thing that comes to mind is a lot of people don't even know what AI is. So, I mean, like they'll, they'll yeah. go to Amazon uh, and, and they'll say, well, what? Yeah. what That's a very good know? point. Like yeah, not even is, understanding think, how much this is going to affect right. people's everyday. That's right. Yeah. But I think most people understand we've gone to this automated, as the old term used to be, system, mm -hmm. and you just be able to talk to this computer yeah. and it goes and finds. So I, I think that is okay without what burdening people, people's thoughts about it. What if like a, a huge amount of the population, especially the the you know people who don't want to use computers or don't have right. very much use or of don't the internet, have the skills for that, right? Right. What if that a huge percentage of the population doesn't understand that this is it. Like, you're not going to get a human at the end of the mm -hmm. line. You're only going to be dealing with the, the AI. Yeah. And that's where I have the problem, that you don't under... There isn't the mechanism there. There are people who are not comfortable. I'm not saying that they don't know how to... Hello, how many things can I buy at once? And the computer tell you, or, well, no, I want to hear a person tell me that. I think those need to be the... That always needs to be that option if possible. There's yeah. got to be a way that somebody can just, for a simplification, instead of the worry that, oh no, why are we paying this person when they have the How the do I get to the to human? With it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that don't make it hard. Don't make us go to a portal online and stuff like that to do it. Shaq, as usual, yep. interesting stuff. And we always leave something on the table for tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. 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 All right, pal. Take it easy. Nice to have you back. Of course, as usual. Bill Shackleton, there he goes. We uh, have him on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We call it The Buzz. Bill brings a few items to us, and we get a chance to talk a little bit about them and kick them around and talk a little bit. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow for the next edition of The Buzz. 
In the next hour of the program, on our health chat with Leslie DePoe, we're talking about poison, the fabulously interesting, dangerous, and exceptionally common world of poison. During our employment chat with Kevin Shaw, we get into marketing your entrepreneurial business. But up next, today marks International Women's Day, as we spoke about at the top of the show. New Brunswick reporter, community reporter, uh, our community reporter in New Brunswick will be here to discuss it up next. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.